Hi there, my name is Maddie Miles, integrative health practitioner, female hormone expert, and founder of Peace Love Hormones. Our mission is to educate and empower menstruators to take back control of their menstrual health through education and through top quality functional supplements. And welcome to our amazing podcast show where we will uncover why your health may be struggling and how to heal your hormones and optimize the health of your entire body naturally. Now let's get to it. Hello everyone, it's me, it's Maddie. Welcome back to another episode of the Peace Love Hormones podcast channel. And today I'm going to do a really, really quick, short, little podcast episode all on menstrual bloating because I get questions all the time asking, what the heck should I do about my bloating? And I also opened up a question box on my Instagram stories asking all of you, what are the most common PMS symptoms that you experience? Because we know that there are over 160 symptoms associated with PMS. So I asked, which ones do you experience the most? And I will create content for you all around the symptoms that you tell me to do so. So on Instagram, on YouTube, and on my podcast, also on TikTok a little bit for anyone who's on TikTok and prefers TikTok. I am creating all of this content to help support you all. Oh, and blog posts. So make sure to go over to our website and check out our blog post. The blog post, all show notes, everything will be linked up in the show notes for this episode. If you're watching this on YouTube, it'll be in the description. If you're listening to this on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, it will be just in the show notes. So I love you all. Thank you so much for being here. I have my notes out. I wanted to make sure that because I get so sidetracked, I love anything and everything about menstrual health, I can get very sidetracked. But I want to make sure that this is a really short episode that you guys get the information that you need so you can get on with your day and with your cycle and that you can feel amazing. Hey queen, if you're struggling with some monthly PMS, then it sounds like your hormones need some loving. And as you know, I am the founder of Soothe, an all-natural herbal supplement that I want to give you a special discount code on because I'm so grateful for you listening to my podcast. So use code all lowercase podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T on your purchase of Soothe. I will also link it up in the show notes so you guys can just head over there, click the link, be led to the Peace Love Hormones website, and make sure that you're using the right code to save you some moolah. Okay, now let's get back to the episode. Love you. Mwah. So premenstrual, as in before your period, or bloating on and around your period can be due to two things I see most in my practice. So of course, hormones. Hormones are our body's chemical messengers signaling that something's going on. And so if our hormones are out of whack because of a deeper root cause, this can trigger water retention, especially with high progesterone, or maybe it's normal levels of progesterone, but really extremely low estrogen. And we know that estrogen is supposed to naturally decline after our ovulation. However, if it gets too low, especially in retrospect to progesterone, because we're always working with, you know, ratios when it comes to hormones, then this would be hormonally triggered water retention. But also progastaglandins affect our digestive system and they tend to increase around our period to help with the shedding of our uterine lining. So this can also affect our digestive system when we're messing with our, you know, if our digestive system is off, off kilter, off its routine, off balance, whatever you want to say, that can also trigger some bloating. So aside from, you know, 
Whatever the reason is, here are some of my favorite, favorite tips and tricks when it comes to cyclical bloating, when it comes to lifestyle, nutrition, herbs, and supplements, and as well as just working on our mind-body connection. So when it comes to lifestyle, there are a couple of things that I love to do for bloating. So I have this little heating pack. It's all natural. It's actually, I'm pretty sure corn kernels are in it. My previous partner from a couple years ago, aunt, his aunt made these and they're just like an all organic natural cotton. And I don't know, it's not toxic (laughs) is what I'm trying to get at. And I heat it up and just having that heat on my stomach. If I ever get bloated really, really helps also aerobic exercise for 30 to 60 minutes every single day. I really, really love. So walks, if you can tolerate the jogs and the running during like your follicular and your ovulatory phases, when you have more energy, I say, go for it. I really love walks though, and power walks especially. So aerobic exercise for eight weeks, three times weekly. Again, keeping in mind your cycle though, and that will help you to determine which aerobic exercise you are going to do. Swimming, cycling, running, walking for about like 30 to 60 minutes each. If you can hit 60 minutes, that would be awesome. But if you're just now getting into some movement, start off, you know, start off slow. Don't go zero to 100 because your body will not like that. And you'll most likely be bloated as well or experience other PMS. So aerobic exercise, also make sure that you're going poop every single day, at least once a day. And I like to see my clients going two to three times a day, but making sure that you are not constipated because that will cause bloating and that will cause discomfort. Also, our bowels are a great way to excrete excess hormones that our liver has packaged up and we do not need. However, if we're not going poop, it's just going to be released back into the body and it's going to recirculate in the blood, which is not good. And then when it comes to food, my biggest tips are to reduce salty foods and carbonated beverages. Oh my goodness. I used to drink so much Topo Chico and just like sparkling water and it direct correlation to bloating. So definitely be careful of that. Also just knowing your food sensitivities, knowing what foods that, you know, just don't sit right with your body, which also hint, hint, hint may change throughout your cycle too, which is very, very normal considering all of the other shifts going on within our mind, our body, all of the above. So making sure that you notice your food triggers and that you're not having your food triggers because that's going to create inflammation. It's going to wonk your hormones out of wonk. It's going to wonk your hormones out of wonk. (laughs) It's going to do a lot of things that are going to create unfavorable symptoms, one of which could very well be bloating. Also emphasize potassium rich foods. So some of my favorite foods are so potassium rich. I'm talking avocados, avocados, fresh avocados, bananas, winter squash. Mm. I love kaboka, spinach, we have lentils, dried apricots, prunes, kidney beans. If you also like to bake, like russet potato is great. There are so many foods that are high in nutrient rich and also potassium rich. So just making sure that you're focusing on those. Also other foods that have natural diuretic properties are really great as well. So again, trying to keep in sync with your cycle. That's why if you download my hormone harmony book with the grocery list for each phase of your cycles, a lot of the foods that are recommended, for example, the luteal and the menstrual phase do help. They are, you know, natural diuretics or aquaretics. And so they really, really do help with the fluid retention and the bloating if it's hormonally induced. 
However, if, you know, if you're gassy and you're burping and you're farting and and all of these things, you know, there may be something going on with your gut as well. So getting like a whole picture, if you're just bloated and gassy and burpy all the time, it doesn't matter what phase of your cycle you're in, then we're going to look towards your gut and what dysbioses are going on within your gut. So that is a whole separate podcast episode that I'll have to record, but you know, if you have a trusted integrative practitioner or naturopath or functional medicine practitioner that you trust and are working with, they should be able to tell like based on your, just your symptom, you know, questionnaire alone, oh, is this bloating cyclical and therefore hormonally triggered or, you know, are you just bloated and gassy all the time and we need to see what's going on within the gut. So that's just a little caveat there. Also, we need to work on breathing and we're not breathing properly. We need to make sure that we're taking deep belly breaths. And I love this trick. I'm going to share this trick with you all that I do. I've been doing it now for almost two months for 60 seconds, which is very little time, but it makes a world's difference for 60 seconds before you sit down to eat a meal. And for the 60 seconds after you finish eating the meal, just take deep, deep belly breaths, close your eyes, Put one hand on your stomach, you know, another hand on your heart, or maybe two fingers, one on the upper lip, one on the lower lip. And it's very calming. Trust me. It's incredible. Try it and just meditate. You can just sit there silently, but you know, to like give gratitude even and grace to your food and to your body and to just take a second to take a step back and realize and get your body prepared for we're about to eat. You know, I know that we've been working the rest of the day or running around doing errands, whatever we have been doing for the day prior to eating, we are eating now and that's what we need to focus on. So, you know, definitely doing that and putting away all distractions while you're eating. You know, if you live alone and you can't have someone there to enjoy your meal with and talk to, then maybe even like listening to a podcast episode and pretend like you are in a conversation with that person and taking the appropriate breaks between bites to listen, to maybe even respond. I love doing that. It also helps me take in the information more, but also like just release the tension in our stomachs. We all tend to carry a lot of tension and stress in our stomachs and making them very tight, which does not make for proper digestion and can make us very bloated as well. So when it comes to herbs, I love ginger tea. And so having like a warm cup of ginger tea or even just simply lemon water, also like fennel and anise, I really, really love as well. So those are great things to sip on. I'm not a big fan of drinking a bunch of liquids while we're eating. You know, sometimes that actually can cause more bloating. So definitely be cautious about all of the liquids that you may be consuming while you're eating, especially if it's cold food or cold liquids that can also cause some bloating. So I would say to definitely, you know, keep a lookout for that. But when it comes to, you know, the bloating and you want to, you know, have some support during your meal, I think lemon water, warm lemon water, warm ginger tea, or even ginger in like a tincture form or capsule can help as well. I just like the tea. I think, you know, it's nice to sip on it and it's super warm and comforting and has a bunch of benefits. So those are my two cents on the ginger and how you can take that. Also, I have this great Ayurvedic blend and it's like anise, it's fennel and it's curcumin. And those all together have been awesome to drink. Again, sipping on it nice and warm while I'm eating my meal. 
And then also some aquaretic herbs and or fluid balancing herbs such as parsley and dandelion, both of which are in Soothe, and warming herbs or anti-inflammatory herbs such as, again, ginger, licorice, and herbs for digestion, the ginger, anise, and fennel. So Soothe is formulated. Soothe is my herbal supplement for anyone who is new here with parsley, dandelion, ginger, licorice, and more to promote total body balance and address bloating because that is one of the major, majorly complained about or reported PMS symptoms. So I wanted to make sure that we were addressing that. And also just like a reminder, our bodies are supposed to be changing throughout the month. So, you know, you should never be so bloated and so in pain that it is causing so much discomfort. But I also do want to emphasize that our bodies are supposed to be changing throughout our cycle. We get to be this ever-changing and flowing, beautiful person And to really tap into that and accept that and to understand that there are major shifts going on in our hormones. Even our brain alone is changing about 25% over the course of our cycle. So to really just give yourself a lot of love and grace and to understand that how you look day one of your cycle is going to look different than day 15, than day 20, 25, and so on. So giving yourself the utmost love and respect, again, making sure that you're always, aside from just like the supplements and the herbs, again, making sure that you're using food as nutrition, you're eating foods that feel really, really good, and that you are reducing the foods that don't feel as great, and making sure that you're addressing stress through breath work and meditation, especially breath work around mealtime, getting enough sleep at night as well, positive mantras, positive vibes. I also do love yoga and stretching that really helps as well. And yeah, like the heating pack and even an abdominal massage, move it around. That really helps as well. And even better if you want to put some like peppermint or CBD oil on your tummy and do the abdomen massage. Boom shakalaka, amazing. Well, thank you all for tuning in. I know that was a short podcast episode. Again, go over to the show notes, click on the link to get to the website, to the blog post where everything is written out. Just in case you were listening to this while you're walking or running errands, don't worry. I got you. I wrote it all down for you. Make sure to follow me on Instagram because this week is actually PMS week. So I will be posting about all these different PMS symptoms and natural fixes for them because we do it the natural way over here. So I love you all so much. Thank you for tuning in. And until next time, peace, love hormones. Hi, love bugs. Thank you so much with all of my heart for tuning in to another Peace Love Hormones podcast episode. If you feel inclined to do so, please give us a rating and even leave a comment review would be so helpful or sharing on Instagram or sending me a message, any of the above. I love it all and appreciate every single one of you. And don't forget to use code podcast, all lowercase podcast on your order of Soothe or any of the items available for purchase on the Peace Love Hormones website. And also don't forget to sign up for text and email reminders. Much love, Maddie. Thank you.